Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Well, yeehaw. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> this is Sister Anistay. And this is Sister Veritas. And we're back with Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And today is an awesome day. It is. Here we are. We're coming into the end of this season. I know we have one more mm-hmm. uh, episode after this, but we're going to talk about... So here we are. Let love tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And we're going to dive into the reality of self-gift. Yeah. Which is awesome. Because last time we talked about me, myself, and I, what it is mm-hmm. to be myself, mm-hmm. what that means, all mm-hmm. the you know, nooks and crannies of that. And now it's like the experience and the reality of myself as gift, Whoa. given and received. And gosh, what does that mean? And that it's deep and essential Mm -hmm. to who we are. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just think about, right, like the whole world of gift giving. Right. I mean, (laughs) I mean, major wins and losses on this. Yes. On this battleground, many would say, right? Yes. Like whether you are a husband trying to find a gift for your wife the moment before you go home for her birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Or... You know, you go to Christmas parties and you're, you you really want to give the perfect gift. You want to receive yeah. the perfect gift. Yeah. What's this all about? Yeah. It's true, sister. Like, and actually it makes, makes me think of, you know, the idea of giving gifts, being a gift. And it actually makes me think of the time that I was very experienced myself profoundly as a gift. Um, it, <laughs> Do tell. It was in second grade. My Halloween costume. You know how, like at school you have like those mm-hmm. processions where you demonstrate your costume did you have those yes 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 the parade (laughs) (laughs) processions are a little more liturgical right 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 (laughs) very confusing yes so in second grade i was a present and i (laughs) i stuck my head it was a large box so i had a head hole for my head And two armholes for my arms. And I, mom had really nicely wrapped it in wrapping paper. And so I just, I, I, was, I was a present. And what I discovered, though, as I was in the, um, not procession, parade, I was the only one who couldn't sit down because <laughs> my box was too big. You are too great a gift. Sister. I was too great a gift. So I just watched the whole costume party i can really imagine it actually yeah thanks wow that's awesome yeah but i knew i was a gift okay yeah no it's powerful stuff sister even um i do remember the first gift i gave really yeah what was it it was to my grandmother wow and i remember you know you're at the grocery store and you're like mom can i get these lifesavers for grandma (laughs) and mom's like all right you know and uh, and she let me, which was mm. so awesome. So mm-hmm. even though I didn't purchase it myself, mm-hmm. I gave the gift. So I just remember ringing her doorbell, standing on the porch, waiting for her to come out, holding these lifesavers behind my back and giving them to her. And her delight, her mm-hmm. warmth of receptivity, mm-hmm. her gratitude. You know, she gave me a big hug and she was so moved. These were her favorite lifesavers. Uh, and yet... To think about how profound a moment that was for me, that I came to know myself as you did in your (laughs) second grade parade. I'm a gift. I was a gift to my grandmother. I brought her joy. Um, She received me. Mm -hmm. She received this inspiration I had. Um, So what a gift it is to give, Mm -hmm. what a gift it is to receive, Mm -hmm. this whole reality of gift giving 
or even sister. I mean, I like to think about, you know, we celebrate um, our good sisters in uh, our local communities. We have feast days. Yes. So a sister has a feast day each each year. And the, the beauty of feast days and gift giving in the convent is that we don't buy anything. Right. Everything is... Made, made. Of paper, glue, string, <laughs> inspiration. A lot of paper involved. Right. Yeah. It's like poverty is the source of all riches. Yeah, it's amazing. And sister, the the uh, huge variety of yeah. gifts that you receive. You know, some are like deeply beautiful, like spiritual bouquets of like, what does that mean? Like prayers yeah. and like you know prayers for your family. But the others, like the the creativity and hilarity of some of these yeah. creations, are quite unique <laughs> sisters have a funny bone yeah one time my all-time favorite someone had the inspiration to create this action figure which they called the heel <laughs> and so they had taken a sock put a rock in the heel uh-huh. stuffed the rest of the sock put it on a piece of cardboard but decorated it in a way that it was like totally action figured and it was our lady's heel That's awesome. <laughs> and and it was wrapped in saran wrap and it was to be a gift to help this sister um, in her spiritual battles to crush the head of the serpent. And actually, I think we all died laughing. It was so profoundly real and true yeah. and yet hysterical. It's so funny. Amen, sister. Yeah. But And this is it here. We're going to talk about the reality that you and me, mm-hmm. we are a gift. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the law of the gift, that Christ reveals the power of self-gift and the, and the truth of this as he is the perfect man and, and gave his whole life away as gift for us. We're going to talk about realizing this reality in light of the life of the Trinity. We're going to talk about the reality that you are a gift, that you're called a self-gift, and the pain that comes mm-hmm. when we aren't, mm-hmm. right? This is a huge source of pain in life right. often. When we aren't received as gifts. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. But we're going to take that in stride, look to the Lord and see what he has for us there, and then think about how do we grow ourselves in this reality, in this summons. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Amen. Amen. Well, let's let's pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Lord Jesus. Jesus, thank you so much for your love, for the gift of our lives, for creating us in your image and likeness. And Jesus, we just ask right now that you fill us um, with your love and help us to deeply experience ourselves as gift. We ask you, Lord, to open our our minds and our hearts to um, understand this reality uh, and to receive it. Uh, We entrust ourselves and all those in our lives to you and to our blessed mother as we pray hail mary full of, full of grace, grace the lord, lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen our lady mother of life pray for us father son holy spirit amen sister i'm so excited to talk about this yeah and like yeah, what does it mean to be gift, to live the gift, all of that? Like, where do we start with this? Where do we start? That's a great question, sister. I think we've got to uh, pull up to the 40,000 foot view mm-hmm. and just kind of take it in. How did God make us? How did he create us? Uh, what is this reality? Because you can feel it. There's resonance. It's written into our humanity. And John Paul II spoke of this again and again and again, this law of the gift. Mm -hmm. The fact that man cannot fully find himself except through a sincere gift of himself. Wow. That's huge, sister, to be honest. Because I think we're all, in a way, trying to look to find ourselves. The whole culture, in a way, is trying to look to find itself. And it's totally opposite of what is being told. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's actually in giving yourself away. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and this is the reality of how we've been made, mm-hmm. uh, which is a powerful thing to think about, that God willed me for my own sake. He gave me this gift of freedom, 
And I can therefore give of myself. I can direct my life in giving to others. And I think if we look at the perfect man, Mm -hmm. we look at Jesus Christ, he exemplifies this for us. Mm -hmm. He brings this to life, that he emptied himself, Mm -hmm. took on our flesh, Mm -hmm. went to the broken bottom of our humanity, died in total self-gift, loving Mm self-gift for us to the last drop that Mm -hmm. he had, Mm -hmm. everything he had, he spent to affirm the reality that we are precious to the Father, to proclaim the reality that, look at my life, it's not just the blueprint, it's the map of how to get home. Mm -hmm. And this is total self-gift, being emptied so to be filled Mm -hmm. uh, with a Father who's going to fill us with his personal love, but he's also going to fill us with the truth of who we are. Amen, sister. I mean, you see that all through scripture too, you know, like the seed must die in order to, to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. All, like it, It's a constant theme through scripture. Yes. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's really touching on the personal mystery of who each of us is mm-hmm. in the sense of, yeah, created unique and unrepeatable. And I, I know we actually, we talk about this a lot, but why? Because actually this is the nucleus of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, created in God's image and likeness, but also created for relationship, for communion and unity. Every bit of us, you know, our body and soul. Like there's there's a great quote from Jean Corbin, who uh, was one of the writers of the catechism. And he said, our body is the visible expression of our personal mystery. Everything about us, everything we are is is good and is gift. Um, And it's it's the, the kind of the the beauty and the mystery of life is learning how to receive ourselves as gift and give ourselves as gift. And sister, it's amazing when you're talking about the law of the gift because it's in giving ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's actually also not it's not just an action of, of giving, but it's an action of receiving from the Lord uh, who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful, sister. Well, and what you're talking about is the reality that we've been made in the image and likeness of a God who is trinity Mm -hmm. so that we not only resemble god in our spiritual nature but we also resemble him in our social nature which is pretty cool and if you see the trinity there's constant exchange giving and receiving giving and receiving and so too for us we realize ourselves in giving and receiving giving and receiving and that as we claim this call this summons to to self-gift we are realized. Mm -hmm. We come to know ourselves. Like if you think about when I was a nurse taking care of patients, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I would walk away from a room and say, wow, I didn't know I had that in me. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't know I could be compassionate Mm -hmm. in in a time when someone else was suffering. It's powerful, sister. It is. Um, But the whole model of interpretation Mm -hmm. um, of self-gift and understanding ourselves as person is looking to the Trinity which is a communion of persons, Mm -hmm. and that man is called to exist for others, Mm -hmm. to become a gift. It's amazing. Um, And and there's actually, sister, on that, there's a fabulous quote from John Paul II. Ooh, Um, can't wait. And he says, he actually wrote this meditation on givenness. Ooh. Um, And he said... Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It'll change your life. Yes, it's it's really amazing. Uh, It's it's not very long either. Um, But he said this, he said, We must ourselves be a total gift a disinterested, sincere gift in order to recognize in every man the gift that he is and to thank the giver for the gift of the human person. Mm. So it's actually amazing what you're talking about, sister, living out of that myself as gift made in the image of the Trinity. But in giving ourselves, we actually, our eyes are open to Mm. see more clearly the gift of each human person that we encounter. 
Um, so it's like this, it's almost, uh, it's like the, and the more we give of ourselves truly and sincerely and, um, beautifully, it's like the more we flourish. It makes me think actually of sweet peas. Uh Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with sweet peas, but they're great. They're great. They're like kind of like vine growing flowers, Mm -hmm. but we, my grandma and grandpa's farm, they would grow them all the time. And grandpa would always call me his sweet pea. It's so nice. (laughs) That's dear. But what I learned about them is the more you cut the flowers, um, the more flowers they produce. So awesome. So, but it's kind of like such a great image of self-gift because it's like the more we give, we give, uh, the more we receive. Amen, sister. Yeah. Well, and this brings me into the whole reality that you're a gift. I'm a gift. Um, I know this might sound like a really kind Christian thing to say. It's a reality. It's part of your essence. It's mm-hmm. part of your being. Mm-hmm. It's part of how you're made. If we ask ourselves the question, why am I alive? Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you why you're alive. Amen. <laughs> because God chose you. And we have said this so often, but it bears repeating. Mm-hmm. I think we're living in a time where so much is drowning out this reality and mm-hmm. seeking to drown out this reality. That God chose you. He created you. He gave you to the world mm-hmm. as gift. He chose that time to give you as gift. If you're listening to this podcast, now's your time mm-hmm. to be the gift that God made you to be. And you have a capacity as mm-hmm. a gift. Um, and a call Mm -hmm. as a gift to engage your freedom to live out the greatest potential of your life which is love Uh, we're all called to this Mm -hmm. and you're a unique gift of love and a gift we can think about it can't be realized it can't be received it can't be known or experienced unless it's given Mm -hmm. so think about your life Mm -hmm. Um, it'll come to be realized and received and known as you give it away as you spend it and here we see the reality of self-gift. Mm-hmm. This is just reality. Mm-hmm. That freedom's not doing whatever I want, but it's doing what I ought, which is love. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. That's what's true to the very essence of who I am as a unique gift of love fashioned by God. There's the nutshell for you. It's the best, sister. And and also, it's like your love has cosmic dimensions, you know? Mm. It's like your, your self-gift is not just, you know, a little thing that only touches your cabbage patch. I mean, it might be yeah, like our sphere of influence might be small in the sense of what we, you know, can see or, you know, see the fruits of our, our gift. But actually every act of love is eternal by its so very nature. Awesome. And your love, unique and unrepeatable, is eternal. Mm. Um, and just to to not, I guess, under don't underestimate yourself. Yeah, don't underestimate true. your love. Yeah. Um, and it, it can not only change a few people, it can change the world. I know that also sounds cliche, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, it's true. Amen, sister. Well, and there it is. It's like to love, to -hmm. give is to go outside oneself, Mm -hmm. to find fuller existence. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even to think about, I like to think of the contra, you Mm -hmm. know, it makes me think of the times where it's been hard Mm -hmm. to give, Mm -hmm. or I don't feel safe giving Mm -hmm. of myself, or I don't feel safe to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. to live in that exchange. It can make us feel stuck inside of ourselves. Totally. Uh, It can be deeply painful Mm -hmm. and troubling. So it makes me think about, sister, actually, like, yeah, it's really nice to think about giving myself away in love and having everyone receive me. And that just sounds like a wonderful way to live. Mm -hmm. And it is. Mm -hmm. And yet I think we don't walk too far Mm -hmm. in this life uh, or in the day Mm -hmm. where you're going to come into an experience where, oof, she didn't receive me Mm -hmm. totally perfectly in that. Or, oh, it's really hard to give Mm -hmm. uh, of myself in this circumstance. Or if we look at our own personal histories, places we've been rejected, 
places we've been disappointed, uh, places where in giving of myself or seeking to enter into that exchange, I've been manipulated Mm -hmm. or treated poorly. And I actually think frustration here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the giving and the receiving is one of the greatest sources of pain that we can experience humanly. Definitely, sister. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And here, again, just planting ourselves in the reality that the pain speaks not to the fact that Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be rejected or that you're not a gift. Mm -hmm. The pain speaks to the reality that you are a gift Mm -hmm. and someone has let you down. Mm -hmm. Um, Something has spoken contra to actually a sacred truth and reality Mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. Now, on this side of the veil, we are going to suffer this. Yeah. We are going to suffer this. Yeah. But the reality, too, is that we have a safeguard in God's love. Yeah. And that's why our lives of prayer, our lives of connection and relationship with God is so important because as we're anchored there and secured there in that covenant love that is for us, Mm -hmm. that flows from our baptism, we are set free in this regard more deeply Mm -hmm. to give and to receive. Mm -hmm. And whatever the score is at the end of the day, I'm resting in God's love. Mm -hmm. Sister, I think that is a crucial point, honestly, because frustrated self-gift, whether that's not being received Mm -hmm. or being received poorly or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, or not feeling safe in giving oneself. Like, it is one of the most painful things ever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and actually, it makes me think of, of Jesus. Because he was the one who experienced that the most of anyone ever. You know, his self-gift on the cross. Amen, and ha- Which is not and has not been received by so many people who he so deeply loves. Um, and so I think, especially in those times, too, as you're saying, in addition to yeah, prayer, but in, in prayer, really bringing those places where we haven't been received or we've been hurt in our our self-gift or we've just felt maybe worthless because we have not been received to bring those to Jesus and to unite it to his Mm -hmm. own suffering of not being received I think that's really important and and powerful amen whatever pain you've suffered whatever humiliation yeah whatever scourges whatever blows you've Mm -hmm. received that um, he wants to come into those. Yeah. That he has linked suffering mm-hmm. to love. Yeah. And, and he can suffer those with us. Yeah. Because he knows the pain of unrequited love, mm-hmm. really, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, deep. <laughs> well, and even the reality that Jesus Christ gave that gift. Mm-hmm. And actually, regardless of whether it was received, that when love is given, it's eternal, mm-hmm. as you say. And it's there for me to receive. Um, regardless of whether or not it could be in the, in the moment that it was given. Mm-hmm. And that's actually very consoling to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. that fighting to choose for love, mm-hmm. fighting to give an authentic self-gift, whatever the day mm-hmm. brings, mm-hmm. taking up the task of love, which is a great task, mm-hmm. and it's the task, right? It's the challenge. It's always worth it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to regret struggling to choose for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, knowing that even if my gift is rejected or not received, it doesn't make it any less a gift. That is so important, sister. Isn't it? That's so important. And I and I think too on that, knowing that we have a gift to give and that we are a gift, but also as you're saying, struggling struggling to choose the self gift. And I think that's another kind of on the flip side, another important point because mm-hmm. sometimes I think we can feel like, wow, I'm in a rut or I'm stuck or like you know I just I don't really have anything to give. I don't. I'm not really blessing people with my Mm. presence it's just easier to sit on the couch and watch tv whatever Mm -hmm. and we can kind of actually get really stuck in in comfort or just um discouragement or just kind of like give up because our gift has been shut down so many times it's just like whatever what's the point but i guess i want to speak into that and say you know what (laughs) 
you are a gift. Mm-hmm. You'll never cease to be a gift. And and mm-hmm. actually, sure, it's like maybe we're not all called to like, you know, uh, discover the cure to cancer or like like go to Calcutta. That's okay. It's mm-hmm. like the Lord, you know, Mother Teresa herself would say, bloom when, where you're planted. Mm-hmm. And so it's to really actually um, ask, like, Lord, how how do you want to bless others through me? Like, where where are you inviting me to actually give myself yeah. and, and trusting? Like, it might seem so little, yeah. but it's like we have no idea. We have no idea Amen. the enormity of our, our gift. Like, I mean, you hear all these stories of, like, miracles of, like, just one little act of kindness, and it literally, like, saves someone's life. But no, sister, I think it's so important, too, is if you're feeling like you're in a rut, mm-hmm. uh, is naming the snag. Mm-hmm. Because this is, the enemy loves to attack here. He mm-hmm. wants us to be despairing mm-hmm. that we have a gift t- to give. And so if it's, you know, sadness or depression, naming that and connecting with a group. I mean, really stepping out. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's healing, you know, if you've been wounded and it's hard to trust that you could be received by another, mm-hmm. asking the Lord to inspire, to lead you, mm-hmm. to start baby steps, one little step at a time mm-hmm. with people you can trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can you begin again? Mm-hmm. Finding that place. Where is it a battle between hope and despair? Mm-hmm. Are you despairing of your goodness? And fight, mm-hmm. fight, um, planting yourself in hope and letting that despair wash by you, pass mm-hmm. you right by it. Don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Or is it just a battle of the will? Mm-hmm. Is it a good old fashioned non-servium? I will not. I will not serve. <laughs> we all have our adult temper tantrums and asking our lady, our Lord, who, who gave the great yes, give us beautiful illustrations of what it means to say yes. And finding courage mm-hmm. to turn that place over mm-hmm. and trusting mm-hmm. that that one given over will be made fruitful and mm-hmm. blessed. I mean, I don't know if you have examples of people who chose to give that self-gift even when it was hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I do. I have one really great example. Um, blessed Stanley Rother. Rother. Okay. Let's say properly. I know. I know. In Oklahoma, they say it in a particular way, and I hope I said it right. Amen. <laughs> but... It, Recently beatified, awesome, like just actually like from Oklahoma, you know, kind of a typical American guy. And he basically studied for seminary, uh, was ordained in 1963, and he basically asked permission to be a missionary priest to Guatemala. So he was given permission, he went down there and really just really served in the midst of extreme poverty, Um, really came to love the people, they loved him, Um, you know ate with them, cool. visited them, uh, ministered to the sick. He had grown up on the farm, so helped them, you know, with farming skills, all that. When he was there, there's a civil war raging uh, between the government and the guerrillas. Um, and the Catholic Church was sort of caught in the middle mm. because, you know, trying to protect and educate the people. And uh, But basically what ended up happening is tons of Catholics ended up being killed. And eventually Father uh, Rother's name uh, was put on, was on the death list. And so he was a target uh, for assassination. And so I think his bishop hearing about this was like, you got to come home. Like, there's no way. And so in obedience, uh, blessed Stanley Rother came home. But he didn't he didn't stay long in the U.S. because mm. he was his heart was like burning. And he, he said um, and he basically asked permission, may I return to Guatemala? Because mm. uh, his quote was the shepherd cannot run. Wow. Um, and That's so awesome. it's amazing. And so he was given permission to return, knowing that his life was was in danger. Um, and actually within a few months, uh, on July 28th, 1981, three men entered the rectory and uh, and killed him. 
Wow. And um, it was it was a shock to the world. And he, he was wow. recognized as a martyr. But I, I love this story because it was like he, I mean, he knew himself as gift. Mm-hmm. He knew who he was and he chose to give it, not just the first time, but the second time. He's like, no, I want to go back. I love my people wow. and I will not run. And I mean, yes, like this is a very, I guess, dramatic example, but it's like, it's incredibly profound. It is, sister. To, to give your life, not just in the day-to-day, which he did, but actually to the end. Well, wow, sister. Um, well, and even in hearing it, it's like, in my heart of hearts, I know I'm made for that kind of love. Mm-hmm. There's something that resonates in the human mm-hmm. spirit. And I think mercy, you know, like just one of our last points here, how do we strengthen ourselves or grow ourselves mm-hmm. towards being able to live in a love like that mm-hmm. or towards that? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have any thoughts, sister. Well, yes, I think one that comes to mind. Yeah. Is vulnerability. Ooh. Yeah. Because I think there it is. Any I think it's like a linchpin. Any stepping out in self gift does take a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like you think of I don't know, like what even like buying a Christmas present for someone or like you did your best or like and it's like you hope you desperately hope they like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like I hope they like it, I hope they receive it. Because why? What happens? It's like if they receive it, it's also like they're receiving me. Yeah. So there, there's a deep vulnerability in giving yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Giving your, your love, your ideas, you know, whatever it is. And so I yeah, just um, I, kind of what you were saying before, but I just encourage all of us to to not be afraid to be vulnerable, you know, in with appropriate boundaries and right. in a healthy way. But to not be afraid to to kind of yeah put ourselves out there in in the giving of the gift you know amen, sister. as our Lord did on the cross honestly yeah uh, the most vulnerable one amen so when I th- when I think about vulnerability and stepping out in vulnerability I know for myself I ask the Holy Spirit to be with me in that yeah. especially if it's um, it could just be like a new way that I'm being called to give mm-hmm. okay come Holy Spirit it could be a way that I'm being asked to give that's from a place of of pain or woundedness mm-hmm. right like oof I've been kind of rejected here before mm-hmm. or I'm a little bit uncertain of how I'm going to be received and as I seek to move towards that self-gift, my first stop is asking the Lord for the grace to be vulnerable to his love there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I can receive his love there and he can move in there, mm-hmm. then my, my wound starts looking like Jesus's wounds, mm. that they become a place of new life. That as I bring that love to that place and allow that love to anoint that place, uh, I love with his love. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a powerful thing that even if I've been hurt or wounded or rejected, Mm -hmm. that does not diminish my capacity Mm -hmm. to continue to give and self-gift. And yet needing to reverence those places Mm -hmm. and ask the Father to fill me with his love there Mm -hmm. as a precursor to stepping out Mm -hmm. towards that. I love it, sister. That's awesome. Vulnerability. I also think that goes with that is openness, receptivity. Humility, I think it takes great humility to love and to be loved. Mm-hmm. I think another big one is exercising our, our free will. Mm-hmm. Um, that our freedom needs to be dressed up and adorned with virtue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I can treat persons as gifts, right? That the real temptation, and because of our wound of original sin, um, I'm going to be tempted to treat a person as a means to an end, not an end in themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be tempted to use others for pleasure or otherwise. Um, But virtue is going to help me to stand strong Mm -hmm. and not do this violence to the very essence of another, Mm -hmm. but to respond to them in the only proper attitude and response due to the human person, which is 
loved. Yeah. Uh, so it is. And as you're doing this, virtue is a huge gain in this because I'm able to, to garner my intellectual powers, my emotional powers, my mind, my heart, my soul, come to know myself as gift, possess this gift mm-hmm. so that I can freely give it mm. in proportion and in measure to what love is demanding mm. in the present moment. I love that, sister. And I think just to add to that, too, because I, I think it's so important, is even another way to kind of exercise this muscle is to actually help encourage others in their gifts and their self-gift. And it's actually, I think, a really key thing to exercise, which not only grows our hearts, but actually grows others, is to be able to recognize gifts in other people and to cheer them on. That's awesome. To cheer them on. Be like, oh my gosh, you, you actually sing really beautifully. Like, do you ever sing to others more publicly or like (laughs) you know like but to actually like hey like did you know you you can uh, you have a gift of of hospitality like that's awesome beautiful sister I think honestly by doing that and helping people to see themselves and their gifts it actually grows our own hearts um in understanding ourselves as gift but also opening our vision uh to to the beautiful worlds around us power food yeah it's like power food it is sister it's like those those protein bars amen yeah well, I wonder, sister, before we go, do you have a challenge or... Yeah, it might be similar to a challenge from like a very long time ago episode, but I want to repeat it because I actually think it's really powerful. I challenge all of us to find a picture or two of ourselves when we're little. So like, I don't know, three, one, five, whatever, you pick your age. Mm-hmm. But then actually just to take five minutes, ten minutes, and just to really look at yourself, to study yourself and in that little picture, how cute you were. Amen. But but how good, you know, the, your goodness, your your delightfulness. Um, I just realized, like, God has never stopped looking at you like mm. that. And, and like, just, I don't know, reflect on the fact, like, I didn't have to be. I didn't have to be. And actually, that's, I think, one of the, the kernels of, of this reality of gift. Mm. I didn't have to be. Wow. And I am. I exist. Why? Because God made me as a gift to his own heart. And wow. as a gift to, to my, you know, brothers and sisters. So good to remember. And that's, yeah. And I think sometimes looking at ourselves when we're little helps jog the memory, you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, sister. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Yes. I do have a challenge. I think often, at least many I've talked to and myself, when I'm confronted with a place of self-gift or a call to self-gift, the summons of self-gift, or being invited to love in new ways... I can be afraid in front of that. Mm -hmm. I can be like, ooh, that's going to break me, or I don't got what it takes, Mm -hmm. or I'm just, yeah, (sighs) ill-equipped, whatever. I mean, get the litany going. There's a thousand excuses, and to be aware of those. But the challenge is to remember that Christian charity doesn't merely imitate God's love. It's it's an expression of that love, Mm -hmm. and it's a participation Mm -hmm. in that love. Mm And so remembering that if we're receiving from he who is the source of love, mm-hmm. as I'm simply resting in his love, receiving his love, as you're saying, like, I've got this place in God's heart. He's always going to be there for me. He's always going to be there backing me up mm-hmm. in the great task and the great challenge of love. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. Call him out on that. <sighs> Call him to, to show you, to reveal to you how... Mm-hmm. How he's going to participate in this self-gift with you. It's not on you. It's on God. Pressure's on God. Uh, <laughs> he can handle it. He can handle it. Yeah. And as we receive from him, as we seek to share our lives with him, as we bring those fears or those like, whoa, seriously, Lord, like how are we going to do this? 
he will lead you in the mm-hmm. creativity of love mm-hmm. by the light of his Holy Spirit. So to ask the Holy Spirit to come, and he will. Amen. That's awesome, sister. Yeah. Thanks. Should we close this down in a prayer? Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, we thank you for revealing to us the power of self-gift, that you won our salvation, our redemption, that you linked suffering to love forever, that you came into our lives and the human experience and brought light, light that is greater than any darkness. We pray for every grace to be open to this light, to be open to the love that you want to give us to live by and to give. We pray for every grace to accept the gift of ourselves so that we might give away ourselves with great generosity and unto great fulfillment. We thank you ahead of time, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, for blessing us, for keeping us in your love as we say glory be to the Father, to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 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 God bless all you gifts out there. (laughs) Amen. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.